Alright, welcome to Laugh Lines, a show that combines very funny people with my very serious gambling addiction. We are going to discuss and dissect pop culture through the perverted, depraved, and sinful lens of gambling. My co-host, you see her on Fox Bet Live, where she's also my co-host. We were actually preempted this tonight, and I have to see her anyway, Rachel Benetta. <laughs> yeah. We did it. We have we're the back. day off, and I'm still stuck with you. Somehow. I know. You have big but that's plans. Okay. Your, your big plans are to get COVID tested after this podcast. My big plans are to get Ooh. COVID tested. Um, I feel very lucky that we get tested. Uh, we get things rammed up our nose three times a week. That's yes. lovely. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm going to go to the beach because that's what you do in California. Oh, good. That's um, fun. When you're close to Christmas. You really do. By the way, Rachel, you know how like you always call yourself the queen of Fox Sports? And I'm like, yeah, OK, oh, fine. You're the queen. I, but but I, 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 I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I think our guest gives you a run for her money as queen of FS1. Absolutely. You can see her every day keeping the peace between Skip and Shannon on Undisputed. You could also see her freezing on the sideline <laughs> on the weekends for Fox College Football. <laughs> our good friend Jenny Taft. What's Woo! happening, Jenny? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. And thank you for that lovely intro. I appreciate it. I miss you guys. I miss seeing you face to face. We miss you, too. I don't know. Um, I don't know why. They just said, hey, everybody's got to separate. You can't be on yeah, the lot weird. together. It's just a no. I mean, nice like, questions. we share a dressing room. I haven't seen you in months <laughs> since yeah. March. Yeah. And we share we are in the same room every single day. And I have not seen you once. Very Perfect. strange. Yeah, they have the people come in with the the Ghostbuster backpack on and spray it. Who knows what they're spraying? But uh, you get <laughs> yeah, get Benetta's. Uh, you know, Benetta doesn't shower, so I, I that how is that's... it sharing a dressing room with her? Okay, right now it might look like I don't shower, but I promise you, Jenny, I'm the room smells <laughs> fine, Sal. Oh, it's fine. I just laugh because I'll find like random props for different things. I'm like, oh, she was yeah. Recently, that makes sense. I, I was just looking in our closet the other day. I feel so bad for Jenny because, like, this one closet I've just completely taken over, and there's like wigs and mm. fat suits and like every single prop that we've ever had on the show. It's you know, it's I, bad. I, I need to clean that out. Go ahead. Sorry, Jenny. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say, I mean, I just don't go in there anymore. I enjoy it. I just don't. That is Rachel's spot. Um, you know what I want to say is Jenny, uh, as I mentioned, John undisputed, she, uh, she's on the sidelines for the college football game, whether it's Mm -hmm. Columbus or Ann Arbor and Rachel, you grew up near Toronto. I grew up in New York. I went to college in upstate New York. We're certainly familiar with the cold weather. And yet I think I'm experiencing winter vicariously through Jenny. And I see her freezing with the smile she has on just like now. And I'm like, I'm good. She's good. I, I, I could just watch and, and uh, be happy for her and be happy that I'm not there. How, how do you do it? Are you, um, you have to get in a certain mindset, you know, because you have to be smart and you have to be alert and you have to uh, analyze these games and teams and players and you have to block out all the, the weathers, the weather around you, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of layers. I think layers are crucial. There's mm-hmm. a lot of planning in getting dressed for the game, but I don't know. I'm from Minnesota. I'm basically Canadian with Rachel. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I have this pride and toughness and, oh, I'm I'm from Minnesota. I can handle anything, which is kind of true. But my blood is thinned moving to California. So yes. no matter how cold it is, I still have to play up that I'm doing great and I'm totally fine. I'm warm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just all in your head, right? right. So I, I talk a, a tough game, but I don't know, something about being cold on the sideline. It's the elements. It's college football. It's messy. 
I would much rather snow over rain because I hate when I can't write notes. Like that drives me crazy. So right. I'd rather mm-hmm. be freezing in the snow instead of a rain you know, situation. Exactly. So I don't know. I mean, it's kind of fun. Like I, I like it. I, I just, I love being around football. And to me, like those messy games are kind of more fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Football can is I, cold weather. And yeah, go ahead. Rachel. Can we go through something that has always fascinated me about Jenny? <laughs> like not only are you an insanely hard worker, but like, your your schedule is the craziest thing that I have ever heard. Could you walk us through like a regular week when you're doing undisputed and college football? Oh, yeah. Like what does Monday it. to Sunday look like for you? It's kind of busy. And I this week, obviously, we just wrapped up college football. So I'm feeling like, what do I do now? Undisputed is over. Um, so on the norm, I guess pre-COVID when we were meeting, we would have a meeting at 4 a.m. Um so you'd wake up at what time? Like 3.15. Oh, my God. A little after three, just to make sure I could get there in time. So that meeting has since gone away and we chat the night before. And that has been a life changer for me because now I'm picking up at like 4.15, 4.30. And I (gasps) feel a million times better. So I'm hoping that that meeting never comes back. I think I have (laughs) Shannon on my side. Skip is up at two, like working out, which (laughs) who knows what's happening there, but he's done it for 20 years. So I think if we can keep the meeting away, that'll help me. Uh, But so I'm up, go, you know, I get into the office now by like 5.45. So it's really just a quick turnaround change and get on set. And then the hard part with college football is managing all the interviews because you're talking mm-hmm. to players throughout the week. And now with Zooms, we're not meeting with coaches in person. So right. we could be Zooming on Tuesday afternoon. I might be waiting on college guys for a couple hours because they're college athletes. They might not call you on time. It's a lot of mm-hmm. kind of maneuvering those interviews. Um, Zoom meetings and then do the show Thursday, fly out to wherever I'm going. Normally it's kind of heading east, so it's a long day. Like I'll fly after Undisputed, connect somewhere random, you know, get to Bloomington by 11 p.m. And then Friday we do more meetings and rehearse. And then game is Saturday at noon and I fly home Saturday night. And then Sunday you're watching football all day long. So you're still not done on Sunday. I do not. Sunday is like the best day, but I mean, I am not moving. Like there is no communication. I, I don't even <laughs> I barely go on social media. I just watch games because I, I can't really do much more. I have to give myself a second. I feel like you have a lot yeah, more energy you. than I would and probably Benetta in the same situation <laughs> oh my with gosh. all of you. Even Rob Stone, I see him jogging shirtless through our neighborhood. I'm like, what the? F- what are <laughs> you doing? Shirtless. Shirt- yeah. Why is he always shirtless? I, I don't recommend that, but he is shirtless. Yes. My wife actually yelled out shirtless Rob Stone and he got embarrassed. He he ran <laughs> off into the into the green belt there. But uh, yeah, the, you guys, you guys do it. You do a great job. I do want to wonder. Uh, I do wonder. And I, I want this meeting to go away for you, this uh, 4 a.m. meeting. But yeah, we got to make that happen. Well, what but what, what is it like, though, doing it the night before, before like the Lakers Clippers goes final? And well, how do you prep for it, something like that? Basically, it's not even really a meeting. We have kind of a, a planned rundown that we go through the night before. So right. obviously, it's pretty clear that we're going to lead the show with Lakers Clippers today, mm-hmm. of course. But, you know, if we're dealing with a Sunday situation, we might think a certain game will lead and then the Sunday night finish is crazy and that changes the rundown. So we have a good idea of the order, but with Skip and Shannon, what I always like to remind people too, like they really don't know the direction they're, they're going to go for these debates. Yes, you can assume Skip is going to root for the Clippers. Shannon's obviously going Lakers, but the actual nitty gritty of what they get into, right. they don't talk about the night before. So it's really just the, kind of the rundown order. 
I see. It's also okay. insane that you're like forming thoughts that early in the morning. Like I can barely put together a sentence and they are, you guys are all, you know, <laughs> having not an lying. opinion on She's not things. lying, Jenny. She could barely I, put together. No, yourself. but like I, I'm blown away by them too. I, I just, the amount of prep that goes into, it's a two and a half hour show and yeah, it's on the crazy. daily, you know, there's a level a of lot intensity of and they, they bring it every day. Like I really give them credit for that always. Good for you. Our show is a half hour and we think it's too long. I don't know how you guys do it. But, um, this show, on the other hand, very little prep. I basically email uh, Benetta the topics four minutes before and she's like, yeah, I don't even want to look at it. So, but that's, that's going to be fun. That's not true. No, I'm, I'm always emailing you and being like, send me the freaking topics. We're going to, here's what we do, Jenny. We take three <laughs> made up propositions. We assign them odds like a real Vegas sports book. And we use that as a launching point to discuss various topics. And then we're going to play a little game called Cami over under. Now, I was thinking about it, Jen. I ran into you at, what was it, The Point? Oh, yeah. You and your uh, very and handsome, very handsome hockey player husband, Matt. And it's just like, I see you guys. I'm like, oh, I, I got to run away. This is this, this couple. <laughs> this, enough of this. But you're married to hockey. Growing up in Minnesota, was that the goal, to marry a hockey player? Oh, <laughs> Not the goal. Uh, it's no. funny though, because so my entire family is hockey, right? I actually played my whole life. My dad was a professional hockey player. My brother played. So I'd say the goal was not to end oh, up really? a hockey player. Wow. Yeah. I, I, not that, I mean, I love my dad and I love, he's kind of like my role model idol in so many ways, but it was just hockey was so much of what we were doing in Minnesota. So it didn't mm. really think, I didn't really think I'd end up with a hockey player. Yeah toothless husband, but <laughs> um, no, and it's just fun. Cause it's really is a, my whole family. And I like to remind everyone that I am the best skater of the bunch. Oh, probably. I'll or, buy that. But yeah, I mean, it was fun to see you guys. I don't know why you'd run away. That's just totally, no, not you know why? Cause I get this it. Guy, I get this, it. He's, he's got, he's got four teeth in his mouth. Your husband is no, handsome it. as the day is long. It's unbelievable. I'm like, <laughs> can it's, I it's say, crazy. so when yeah. I first met Jenny, I found out that, yeah. um, Jenny and her husband were doing long distance. Can you talk about that, Jenny? Like you guys did how from Russia <laughs> to Los Angeles for how many years? Is that yeah, far? I'm looking my role of bar. That was really aggressive. It was a long time. It was a long time. And we we kind of had this unique situation where we dated in college and Matt played pro in the States for five years before going overseas. And like he and I were both kind of committed to to focusing on our careers in a way that we could also just support each other. So mm -hmm. when he decided to go overseas, that was actually the first season after we were married. And in a lot of ways, I think we thought he'll come back, he'll experience Russia and maybe we'll see how it goes. And it ended up just kind of going well. And, you know, it was a good opportunity over there living in Russia. I mean, he needs to write a book like the story. I actually am laughing because behind me, that's a little ornament. It's a Russian hockey jersey. <laughs> what is it? A oh Russian my God, is it listening to us? Spartak, <laughs> yeah. actually. It probably is. The uh, Spartak <laughs> Hockey Club. Um, no, and it was just, it was challenging. But I think because we all know that an athlete's career, I mean, it's not forever. And Matt just retired, which has been so fun for us to now be in the same place. And he's been coaching youth hockey and really enjoying this next stage. But yeah. for us, we just figured we're going to, suck it up. And I'm going to go to Russia a handful of times. I mean, Rachel and I were there for the world cup, but I, right. I think I've been to Russia like 13 times. Wow. Other than and like one time was enough for me. Oh yeah. So I the fact that you went so many times is 
beyond. We are not going back. I am. <laughs> Do you speak? You must speak pretty Russian pretty well. I mean, we, we, as a country, we were almost, so, if the last four years went a certain way, we almost were forced to speak Russian. But you. Yeah, no, I don't have anything. Even no. get this Matt's driver, Krill, who mm-hmm. was just, he should have a television show. But the first time he picked me up in Russia, he said, he called Matt on the phone and he was like, you've got to tell her to stop smiling. It's really obvious she's wow. not here. Like you, it's just too weird. Like put <laughs> it down just a lot. So wow. told me to take it down a notch. And I always think of that because it's just, it's a different, it's a different culture. And I'm glad he's, I'm glad he's home. Wow. And didn't Kirill have hockey sticks in his trunk in case he needed <laughs> to like bribe people? Yes. So many sticks. I was like, what are we doing with the sticks? <laughs> he's like, well, just in case if I get pulled over and it, it worked. I mean, he used hockey sticks to get out of. No kidding. Isn't that insane? Situations with cops. Yeah, we, we may have to have Krill on Laugh Line. Go Russia. Good, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if we could air it, but it'd interesting. Be All right. Well, back to now. This is going to be the way you answer this question is going to be, be different if you're married to a hockey player or if you're just an observer <laughs> like I am. But the question is now, what is the coolest thing about hockey players? Is it one that they're toothless at three to one odds that they're good fighters, nine to two odds that they can skate backwards, five to one odds, the playoff beards. 10 to one odds or the field at even odds. Jenny Taft, you could, uh, you can ignore the four choices, go off the board and pick something on your own. What are you going to say? Okay. Really interesting here. I, for one, don't like hockey fighting. I've never liked it. I just don't, I think it takes away from the game and I am glad that it's kind of transitioned out of hockey in a lot of ways. There was my Minnesota out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I I have to go with toothless and I, I it's not a creative answer here but the fact that I've now lived with my husband for I think we're pushing seven years and he's missing two teeth not one um, you know if I was missing teeth we definitely see it but I'm so used to it and I, I don't even realize that he's toothless half the time he was actually supposed to get teeth pre-covid and that was obviously not a mandatory important surgery. So we are still toothless and (laughs) not grinning as often. He always says he can't do photos because, you know, yeah, Krill wouldn't have a problem with Matt, right? Krill's like, yeah, we get it. Well, you're not smiling. No, I think he does too. But (laughs) even like my dad, he's missing his two front teeth. And I remember as a kid, he bought, he like took a big bite into a sandwich. His teeth came out and I'm like, oh, hockey, like it's kind of a no thing. Yeah, the guys lose teeth and it's more like the toughness factor that they lose a tooth, go back in the game. I mean, I think the day Matt lost his tooth, he ended up playing. Um, oh, wow. I just, it's that so gnarly. What's so crazy about hockey. It's the toughness factor. Yeah. It's like you stub your toe. It doesn't matter. Losing a tooth. Same thing. All right. <laughs> Bonetta, what a toothlessness is very cool. Uh, Honestly, I feel like I have to go toothless as well. I remember the first time I went out to dinner with Jenny and Matt because Matt had I feel like I've seen him with all of his teeth at one point or another. Like he had like little chiclets that he could put in, right? Like retainer situation. He's right. So that is a long time ago. Oh boy. He used to have that. But I remember like Jenny's beautiful and successful. And then Matt is like this very handsome man. And we go out for dinner and I don't think he brings his retainer when he knows he's going to eat. So we're at this like fancy restaurant. I think Stu Holden was there and he's just like grinning, like has this toothless 
smile. And it's hilarious. It's a great party trick. So I'm going to go toothless as well. It, it must it's also be yeah. shocking. Yeah. You take the teeth in and out at bars. That's a nice yeah. little magic trick you got going. Yeah. I think being married to Occupy, I would say probably toughness, even though you don't like fighting, it's nice to know probably that he could, he could uh, handle himself in a fight, right? Sticking yeah. up for you, but you know, I you feel know, like I shouldn't bring up his, his, he had a couple of fights that didn't go so well in the league. So I'm going to, that's all right. Yeah. You're on skate. Uh, it's hard though. Like I have no desire. It's just, it's awkward. We're wearing helmets. Are we yeah. dropping gloves? I just, I've never really loved it. Grabbing the jerseys yeah. over the head and everything. There's a, a whole art to it. Uh, but also <laughs> just the toughness of being married to, right? Like he, the guy takes a, a puck to the head and he's fine. You know, you're not, I, I get a headache. I have to lay down with a, a bowl of ice cream. I, I can't, I can't move on. <laughs> There's so many cool things, but I think like, I think being able to skate backwards as fast as someone is skating forward is amazing. I still don't understand it. it Do you know how to inertia. skate, Sal? Yeah, I'll, I can you know what is if I if I skate like three times in a week, I'll get it by the third day. I'll be OK. But if right. I'm just going right now, I'm, it, it's going to be a waste of an hour. It's going to suck. <laughs> it is something. It's I not would like love to bike. see that. Actually, it's not riding a bike. Right? You, you kind of just forget uh, as soon as you jump back in it. No, but. it's absolutely like riding a bike. Oh, you no, can people that have played hockey like Jenny and I, I could totally go and play hockey right now. Really? Rachel and I could just go skate circles around Sal right now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I can skate backwards. And ride a bike with skates, apparently. I'm missing out <laughs> on here. All right, Jim, uh, what did Twitter say about this? Coolest thing about uh, being a hockey player. Twitter said with 39.9% of the vote, skating backwards. Yeah. What? Crazy. <laughs> Playoff wow. beards in second yeah. with 28.2%. And then toothless, 172 And good fighters with 14.7%. Players' beards can get gross, though. Did did uh, Matt ever have that? No, he I wasn't a fan. No, he mm. just didn't really like it. And I personally yeah. don't like them that much either. I mean, they're kind of in every sport now. You know, they like, are in every true. sport. Yeah. Ho- hockey started it. Baseball did it. The, the horrible Red Sox copied it, yeah. and, uh, and now know. everybody does it. Not for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not for me either. I'm glad you guys wouldn't think of uh, growing a playoff beard. That, that would be weird. Um, <laughs> but I, all right, I probably could. Try one <laughs> at this point. Uh, next up, what is the biggest Christmas scam We have Christmas a couple days away? Obviously some great things about it, but some not so great things about Christmas. Let's start with elf on the shelf minus 300, uh, secret Santa slash white elephant gifts five to two odds mall Santa's five to one odds, pricey Christmas trees, nine to one odds or the field at even odds. You have a, I see a very nice Christmas tree in the background there, Jenny. Um, how much did that cost? That thing? Okay. I feel like I shouldn't admit this. Like, I don't think that it was accurate. I think it was $300. I that think that's accurate. They're bad. They're so expensive. It's yeah. insane. I, I was blown away. I was like, first of all, my husband insisted on the size of this tree. We got in a little <laughs> bit of a fight over getting it into the house. We live in like a walk-up. So we're four stories, right? We live close to the beach. Oh my when God. you say you got in a fight with him, did you pull his shirt over his head? or <laughs> Did you knock out more teeth? It was like <laughs> unnecessary stress. Like, why are we slugging this right. tree four stories up? It's unnecessarily large. It looks okay. There aren't ornaments on the bottom because looks of our dog. Yeah, we did the same. You know, he gets involved. Um, I do think, though, that pricey trees are a big scam, like the fake ones. But like this, now I'm going to have to buy this every year. So maybe I'm going back and needing to pick something else. I don't know. Uh, Mall Santas in this current culture feel 
a little. Oh yeah. Right now. I don't want to be visiting mall Santa actually ever anymore. That just doesn't seem like the right fit for it's me. So I'm going mall Santa. <laughs> right. Mall Santa is a good guess. Uh, okay. Good pick. All right. Uh, Rachel. Damn, I'm two for two. I'm going with uh, JT again. I'm going Mall Santas. I watched, um, oh, I watched Bad Santa for the first time the other night, and it just made me think like what goes on behind the beard of all Mall Santas, and I want nothing to do with it. Like you don't know who these men. What kind of man would sign up for <laughs> this job of being a mall Santa where he just sits in a fat suit, maybe not even a fat suit all day long and just talks to kids on his lap. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's 2020. I think it's time to retire it. Wow. Well, there, there are some, uh, all right. There are some genuine, like, you know, holiday spirit, older men who are interested in kids. I get it. It's like the boy scout troop leader who doesn't have kids himself. You got to be yeah. a little bit, a little bit leery, weary, fiery. I don't know how, what the word is there. You, you got to kind of stay on top. As a parent, the mall Santa thing sucks because you have to wait in line forever. Exactly. Um, the the money grab part of it is they're charging like $25 for a small picture. They don't let you take a picture to the side on your no. iPhone. They grab Ridiculous. your phone. In fact, I think they're in cahoots with the Apple store because then you have to go buy a, <laughs> in the mall, you have to go to the Apple store and buy a new phone. Anyway, that's uh, very pricey. The There's trees. also all these yeah. all these photos of kids just like sobbing on Santa's oh, yeah. lap, like they're traumatized, and all the parents right. are like, "Oh, this photo's hilarious!" And it's like, right. "Oh my god, it's awful." <laughs> well, here's the thing. So yeah, so there's that. There's the Christmas tree, as Jenny brought up. Although I will say, a lot of them, and I think where you went and got your tree, Jenny, some of it goes to charity theoretically. I hope so yeah. I really nice. Hope so. I mean, I just when they said three hundred dollars, I almost called my parents in Minnesota. I was like, "There is." zero chance my parents yeah. spent more than $50 on a Christmas tree <laughs> right. in Minneapolis. Like, absolutely not. So I was just thrown off by the experience. But if it yeah. goes to charity, I guess I'm all in. Okay. Um, Secret Santa, I would say, is a scam because I feel like I get someone a better gift than I always get. And if it's if it's white elephant, I give it a lot of thought. I once gave a, an iguana for a white elephant. No, you And didn't. my cousin, Mickey, got it. She opened it. And because it was for me... She thought she really had to like raise the thing and they, they had it for months before her husband's like, okay, this is enough. We have to do something. We have to let this go. Uh, let Rob Stone uh, walk over it uh, during one of his uh, jogs in the Manhattan beach. But um, I'm going to say this damn elf on the shelf. I can't oh, yeah. stand it. Every night we set an alarm to move this thing. Now this is it, Jenny. It's either elf on the shelf or Santa. You need one of these things in place to let the kids know that, somebody's sure. watching you, you better behave. And this is the only way you're getting gifts. So if it's not mall Santa, it's this <laughs> elf on the shelf who theoretically moves every night to a different spot, but is keeping his eye on you. But you as a parent have to remember to move it every night. Mm-hmm. And it's just a pain in the ass, especially But you on said weekends. it works. You said it works with your does? kids, right? It does work. It does work with one. Now I have three boys. The seven-year-old is still falling for it. I don't want to speak too much really? because he's, He's around here, but it, uh-huh. it does work, but I just can't stand. I wanted to be like, let's just not, let's just say the elf on the shelf, Melissa, let's just say he's, he's, uh, he's practicing social distancing. He can't come visit. Like, <laughs> totally no, no, have. no. He has he to be have. here this year. Remembering to move him every night is such a, a holiday scam. Have I, you guys forgotten like to move him yet? Yes, we did. And like, so we'll wake up like in the middle of the night. We set an alarm for 10 o'clock, which during the week is fine. The little one's asleep, but on the weekend he's on his iPad to who knows what time. So we'll forget 
he'll outlast <laughs> us. And then he'll be like, oh, the elf was on the, you know, he, he was in the blender yesterday. Why is he in the blender <laughs> again today? I hate it all. Jim, do people hate it as much as I do? They do. Elf on the shelf in a landslide, 52.8%. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Up next, the pricey Christmas trees, 23.1%. And then mall Santas, 12.4%. And secret Santa gifts, 11.7%. Do you guys get good secret Santa gifts or um, <clears throat> you can I do mean, without it? I don't know. I guess we participate. I'm fine with a secret Santa gift, but I am not a part of any this year. I'm like questioning. Does that mean I'm not reaching out to I enough don't know. people right now? But I, I feel know. like I just don't do it very often. I feel like I'm so good at giving gifts. Like I want people to know that it's from me. Like I mm. want the attention from giving a good gift. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, Interesting. So I, don't want, to, I do? don't want it to be a Ooh. secret. I, I haven't know. given him yet. I haven't given him his present yet, but we do I think exchange. He's do like you it. do you skip and Shannon uh, exchange or no? Yes, I think we're gonna have. I I need to get to work here. Uh, yes, <laughs> I I definitely do need to do something because I it's what is it? It's the day before Christmas Eve. I got twenty third. Yeah, you know, Skip and Shannon have have a lot of things, and they Shannon, would be hard to buy for. They don't go out a lot, and I say that in the nicest way. But they just—they're watching games, like they're not—they're not doing a lot. Like they're busy guys, and I laugh that one year for Shannon, I got him a Louis Vuitton towel in France because he insisted on this towel, and he posted a picture of himself <laughs> with it. He's like, "What do you get someone who has everything? More of everything." And I'm like, "I can't have <laughs> that gift, like a Louis Vuitton towel, beach towel. Like it'll never be topped." So. You know what? Just great. give him the Christmas tree when you're done with it. Like, yeah, we, we, we've gotten this, or maybe a Russian, Russian ornament or a something. Russian ornament. They, uh, they'll appreciate anything, I think. All right. Again, in the Christmas spirit, um, if you could have one singer come to your house and perform their famous Christmas song to you and your family on Christmas, who would you choose? Mariah Carey, two to one odds. Bruce Springsteen, five to two odds. Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett. Oh, wow. You get a duet there for seven to one odds. The Chipmunks, 25 to one odds. Or... You could take the field, go off the board, even odds. So many possibilities. These, I think I listed uh, just people who are alive. Mm, okay. I think the chipmunks are still with us. Yeah. I, I can't believe they're an option because I listened to that <laughs> podcast when you guys were talking about Worst Christmas Song and the, the chipmunks are definitely up there. On, <laughs> yes. I, can, I never want to hear that song again. It's uh, <laughs> okay. So I was thinking about this. Remember the scene in Love Actually where everyone is singing at the very and so they're singing yes. the Mariah Carey song, right? But if right. I have yes. everyone from Love Actually reenact that scene, oh. and then I end up with Hugh Grant in the oh. end, oh, that wow. is like, oh, not even a shame. But Hugh Grant in that movie, I don't want current Hugh Grant from The Undoing. Right, Just exactly. That's a different character. I, uh, yeah. Not I the sociopath you, you Grant? No, the, the I'm going that version. Really? Yeah. Me and my girlfriends were very into sociopath Hugh Grant. We were very into What are you talking about? I mean, not like once we found out he was a murderer. Oh, spoiler oh, alert. My God. Cut that out. No, 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 no. Oh, Ble- bleep God. it, bleep it, bleep it. Got it out, got it out. <laughs> okay, take that part out of the pod. But um, no, we were very into him in the undoing. He was very handsome. Well, yeah, yeah he, he's always kind of been one of my faves, if not my faves. Really? So that scene and just that song. So I guess I kind of have to go with Mariah Carey because it is her song. Okay. But I want the Love Actually version love that movie i'm it's so good 
it's just it's so good it never disappoints the little boy who mm. is still acting i mean he's actually in queen's gambit uh, yeah yes. yeah so i don't know his name but he's just incredible in that movie and i just think it's such a good flick so that's the scene i want so i'm gonna go mariah carey interesting if hugh Great. grant was missing a front tooth we would not be able to keep you away from him i think <laughs> well, that would not make a difference i would not make a difference she's there you go. all right rachel I'm going to go. Jenny, I don't know if you listened to this when you were in like high school or college. NSYNC put out a Christmas album Come that on. I would play every day, all day long from like October 31st to like April 1st. I was so obsessed with Lance Bass. He was my first crush. Um, wasn't aware. <laughs> And I think that that is what I would go with. That's just, and I still play the so the songs and I, it's just very nostalgic. By the way, you could it. probably get that to happen in two days. We could, what, what are <laughs> On they cameo, doing? maybe? On the, cameo? No, the real thing. I think, uh, what, um, what would Justin Timberlake is huge. Are oh, you kidding that's right. me? I forget Lance about Bass is very JT. famous. I forget yeah. about that JT. I'm focused on this JT. I, I got yeah, it. JT's yeah, JT is kind of a big right. deal. That might be that's hard to pull uh, off. Yeah. Uh, In sync right. Christmas. In sync. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wow, there's so many. Uh, the chipmunks, you're right. It's not worth it. In fact, they, they're probably not potty trained. I don't want to clean up chipmunk crap after they leave and sing a miserable <laughs> song to me. Uh, I would get outvoted here um, in this house because my sons and wife love the Mariah Carey song. Like you said, after Thanksgiving, it's unlimited play on the Mariah Carey song. And I have to I be play it. devil's advocate. I have to be like, yeah, it's not that good. Mm -hmm. When deep down, I know it's the best yes. because you know what? It's three songs in one. If you break it down, they're really good. And she brings it. She really knocks it out of the park. So she's terrific. Uh, Springsteen, I imagine, is going to get a lot of the votes because he's just a, a a favorite in general. But I'll tell you what. You guys know the uh, Feed the World, Let Them Know It's Christmas. Do they know it's no. Christmas time? Come on. What do you mean? We're Come doing on. that? We're doing that? I just want Simon LeBon here. And I just <laughs> want him to sing the one line and explain to me why it's okay to say, well, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. That seems so rude to say. Now, I know the sentiment is. insane. Is it? I know what he's trying to say is, hey, just, just, you know, count your blessings. That's what he's yeah. saying. But to say, thank God it's them instead That's of you. crazy. I would be like, hey, let's workshop this line a little, guys. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if this needs to live on for a hundred years in infamy. So I'm going, I think it's Simon LeBon, right, Jim, that sings that? I thought that was Bono. Is it Bono? Even I thought better. that was Bono's line, no? I'll take both of them then. Sure. Yeah, you're right, it might be Bono. <laughs> so uh, dark. That's the one, that's <laughs> the one I'm going with. All right, Jim, what does uh, Twitter say? Twitter says with 32.8% of the vote, Mariah Carey. She just mm. edged out Bruce Springsteen, 31.5%, and then the Chipmunks, at 20.8%. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's Twitter. Oh. And then Lady Gaga, Tony Bennett at 14.8%. But you guys missed Darlene Love, All Alone What's on that? Christmas from Home Alone 2. Song's like the best. Oh. That sounds so alive? sad, Jim. What? That sounds so sad. It's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take much to rattle uh, Jim's cage. You did it. No. You did it. I feel Rachel. like having Mariah over for Christmas would give me too much anxiety. She's too high maintenance. Like, I feel yeah. like I'd freak out about my tree and like my house and it's too dirty for her. And yeah, the lighting would have to be right. She'll probably go through costume changes and everything. Totally. Yeah, there's a too lot much. going on. All Can right. Well, you, you, did, uh, you did very well there, uh, Jenny. And now it's about to get serious. Now Thanks. it's time 
for the game that's sweeping the nation, guessing the price of celebrities' greedy participation, a game we call Cameo Over Under. Oh, I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs> Grab some money from a job. Get a message from a star. The price is what we really wonder. It's Cameo Over Under. Oh, okay. Here we go. Cami over under. It's the last one of the year. Rachel and I are very, very competitive. We want to win this. The guest has been very, um, very good, right? Good results. Oh, I think been three out of three of the last four weeks. The, weeks. the guest has won. I know. Driving I think you know how nuts. it works, Jenny. If you've listened before, um, mm-hmm. we are gonna. You are you on cameo? Yes, I am. But you are. You are. Thank you, guys. I always. This is gonna sound. Cameo is not going to appreciate this. I often let them expire and then I film them anyway because I don't want anyone to pay for a video of oh, me. Oh, like, this is unnecessary. <laughs> no, I did it on purpose the other day. I let it expire. <laughs> and I just was like, there's no reason you guys should pay $40. There's plenty of reason. First of all, you have eight minutes of your week to yourself, uh, as you yeah, uh, explained. Exactly. So your time is more precious than Floyd Mayweather, and people will charge thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, how much do you charge, Jenny? $40. And I remember I set my price at 100 a couple months ago. I don't know. They were kind of harassing me to join. I'm like, whatever. I'll just let's see what this is all about. And I think right. I put $100, and they're like, may want to you know, rethink that price. I was like, what? <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> That's so I, rude. I don't do very many. I get a lot of Otis requests. My dog who's sitting at my feet. He's often requested to join. Uh, oh, or to be I wonder if you could make a cameo for, for Otis. Yeah. Get Otis, Otis involved. Just looking on. So yes, I am on cameo, but I, I, I don't, I got to raise uh, my I'm being told now that you have a perfect 5.0 rating and why wouldn't you, if you're not charging people that that's, but, uh, you, you should be charging. People. I think this I get crazy. good. I get good feedback because I always get like, she did it anyway. Yay. <laughs> Let it expire, but she followed through. I think that's why I have a good wow. rating. All right. Well, some people aren't as uh, charitable as you are on Cameo. <laughs> Jim Cunningham is going to give us a list of three celebrities. He's going to make up a number, and we are going to have to guess if that celebrity charges over or under more or less than the number that's been assigned, right? And we go, we're at each other's throats by the third one. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, Jim. Who's the first one? First up, Pro Football Hall of Famer, former Dallas Cowboy, and you can catch him on Fox calling the games, Troy Aikman. Oh, Over. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the number you assign? Over under $625. Mm. Dang. Okay. I would say it's like right there. Oh. All right, you want to start us off, Jenny? Sure. You know, I just have a feeling I'm going over. Yeah, I think. Oh, how much do I think he's gonna be? I think it's like seven fifty. Interesting. Okay, Jenny's going over. Yeah, I feel six twenty five. The number is six twenty five. Is that it? Yeah, six twenty five. I feel okay. like he's just so he's such a star. I mean, literally in as a player, and then now, I mean, he's on TV every single Sunday. Like, even if he just did TV, he would be such a star. But then he's got all of these ravenous Cowboys fans like Sal that would probably pay astronomical amounts of money to receive a cameo. I think I'm with Jenny. I'm going to go over (laughs) too. All right. Uh, 
I, I don't know if they did this because of, of this reason, but I'm shooting a comedy bit with Troy Aikman on the Thursday night football Ragger. pregame show, which is now Friday <laughs> because it's uh, <laughs> because it's uh, on Christmas. Um, and he was very funny. It was very nice to do it. Um, again, he doesn't need the money. Probably limited time. I'll go over. I don't think I need to uh, make headway with you guys. Let's let's clean sweep on the over. I think Jenny's right. I think it's about seven seven fifty right in there. Jim, you are all correct. Troy Aikman is over. What's he at? How much? Seven hundred fifty dollars. Whoa! Wow. Jenny, Jenny called it. it. Hold I, on. I, so, I be on your show? Did you say seven fifty exactly? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. All right. Maybe, maybe like we I should be eliminated. Okay, I'm nervous. All of this sudden. is good. You're going price is right. All right, Jim, okay. who's the second one? Right up next, you were talking about Russia. She can see Russia from her house. <laughs> it's Sarah Palin. Oh, Ooh. all right. Over under $275. All right. Now there's, a, uh, uh, there's an outside chance that Rachel doesn't know who Sarah Palin is. I know who Sarah Palin is. Yeah. I know. Who did she play for? <laughs> what WNBA team? Tina Fey played her on SNL. Gotcha. So okay. good. Oh. So. Jenny, I think you should, whatever you choose, I think you should also say what you think she is just in case you can get I know. all three That's right. That's what I'm hoping here. Okay. She's not really that important anymore <laughs> in terms exactly. of like when she was a hot sure. Right. Right. But I do think she probably feels she's a hot commodity. That's the so. key. That's what you have to figure out. Yeah. I'm going 450. 450 Whoa, and so 450. over. What was she at? Two, two, 275. 275. I'm going to go I'm going to go under. I feel mm -hmm. like we had the same thing with Roseanne Barr a couple of weeks ago and I think that she ended up being lower than what we thought sound. Right. Confirmed? Yes, I believe that's I'm going to go I'm gonna. Go, I think that she probably put herself at 400 or 450, and then Cameo called her, and they're like, "You might want to." Yeah, if they're if they're bothering go, Jenny about it, they're definitely getting inside. I'm gonna go here. under. I think she might be like two two fifty. Oh gosh, I hope she's not over. Okay, I'm gonna go under two because two seventy five is a lot, and two hundred would be a lot, but. You could have a whole neighborhood of igloos in Alaska for two hundred dollars, right? I think I think she's, I think she's fine at two hundred dollars. Now, does she have the good sense to underprice herself? Well, let's see, Jim, over or under? Sarah Palin is under. Oh, oh. how much? Two hundred dollars. Two hundred. All right, Jenny. So Shit. now you have some ground. You have to make tie games, Ellie. Here we go. Last one of the year. We will go right. first on this one, Jenny. So you could uh, go opposite if you, you want. Um, all right, Jim, who is it? It's the kid who gets his tongue stuck to the pole in oh, A Christmas shit. Story, Scott Schwartz. Wow. All right. Scott Over Schwartz. under $50. <laughs> oh, man. Shit. So he has done, you guys are familiar with him, right? Yeah. What else has he done? He was in the toy. toy. He was the star of the toy with Richard Pryor. That was before Christmas. But no, I don't think anything since. $50. He got into adult, adult films after that. He's a porn no. star? Kind of was doing oh, that for he a did. little bit. Like, right. He didn't like do actual act. Like He was like a background. Guy Jim, tell us what you've seen. A background you know, I guy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jim's familiar Jim. with all his work. <laughs> I've said too much. Isn't he like five foot two also? He's like... Uh, 
yeah, a background like, guy. <laughs> 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 he's an extra. Um, yeah, that's I think. Oh, Just God. speaking wrong. He's delivering Here's the, the pizza. Thing. Here's the thing with him. Uh, again, uh, past his time, right? He's not not a big deal anymore. Not that Cameo was around when he was, but um, also a seasonal thing, right? Like probably can't charge in June. What he I was going to say, in inflated prices right now. Yeah, how many people Christmas. are asking him to stick his tongue against the pole in the house or something, or in the porno? I'm gonna I'm gonna go over, but slightly. Shit. Rachel, I want to go over to, I mean, I guess we could have a tiebreaker. I just don't think, yeah, I think that he could even charge like 75 during the Christmas mm -hmm. season. That's just such a staple Christmas movie. Right. But he hasn't really done anything. I don't know who would be buying these. Mm. Ugh. I can't I'll influence you anyway. You're going I'll over. Go, I'll go over. All right. So Jenny, to stay yeah. in the game, regardless of what you think, to stay in the go game, under. you have to go under. I am going to go under. I am okay. going to go under. But here's my issue. If he's $40 and I'm $40, <laughs> then it's raising her price. <laughs> you have to at least raise your you price. You need to, period. You need to leave this and go and raise your price. After yeah, this. raise your it's price anyway. Tell uh, those cameo people to. <laughs> but Jenny, if you raise your price, you have to actually accept the money. You can't just keep doing it for free. You could always donate some of it, Jen. I know, no, I know. No. I don't know why. You can actually do that on the app. And then the other one that I always get like, well, tell Shannon this specifically about LeBron. I'm like, okay, oh, let perfect. me go do that and yeah. tell him what you think. So yeah, yeah. I just raised my price. Very good point and donate it. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So Jenny's going under, Rachel and I are going over. If it's over, Jim, Rachel and I are going to have a tiebreaker. If it's under, the three of us will have a tiebreaker, right? So just yeah. tell us first off, don't tell us the amount, but over or under. Scott Schwartz is under. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So now we all went two out of three. And now there's a tiebreaker, Jenny. And you're good at okay. this. You're uh, picking the exact amount. We know he's under $50. We're going to write down. or I don't know if you have pen or paper or in your phone. Many you want, options. In your notes. Under 50. We know that that number is under 50. You put it on your phone. Okay. I'm like, I have a pen around here. All right. Oh, this is the last one. What, of the what year. happens if we all? What happens if we all have the same number? I don't know what happens. We're gonna have to. We'll, we'll guess Jenny's again. All right, we'll figure it out. Um, I have mine ready. You have yours. Yeah, I'm ready. Good. All right, one, two, three, thirty-five for me. Thirty. Forty. And forty. Okay. Oh, okay. So we all have us, different answers. All right, good. We all have different answers. Closest to right. Closest to you could go over if you if uh, it so happens. Jim? Scott Schwartz is $35. Yeah! Oh, no! Yes! Oh, uh, of course 2020 ends like this. Awesome. Trash. <laughs> wow. I feel so good. This is the oh, best Christmas gift I could ask dang. for. This is better than Mariah showing up and singing to me. That's that's terrific. Uh, well, I'm excited. Jenny is obviously upset. Uh, she's way more upset than she <laughs> I, really, I love this game. I want to play all day with you guys. It's so <laughs> good. This is a good Christmas game to play with your family over Zoom, I think. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how much would Jenny theoretically charge if she would accept money from people? I'm <laughs> so annoyed that they told me to lower my price. It's all it's hitting me now. So That bums me out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That, all you need is one Scott Schwartz uh, similar amount. And then that's that. Um, he does yeah. background in porno, guys. Yeah, that's <laughs> Worth true. more. 
He's got that to fall back on. Well, thank you so much, Jenny, for uh, coming on. Wow. This I, uh, was so fun. To, to finish you the guys year. You are the best. Thank you for having me. I just wish I could see you guys in person. So hopefully soon. I know. It'll happen again. You guys could leave each other gifts, though, in that shared uh, dressing room. That's that's sweet. I left yeah. you something very little today. Just oh, Jenny. Just a, it's not that exciting, but just something little. Just a Christmas Aww. thing. Let's thank meet you. up and get COVID tested together. We could do this. All right. And, uh, no, yeah, wait. <laughs> uh do you have anything to plug jenny i mean maybe plug a nap in there somewhere i mean you definitely plug a nap um well i'm as let's see college football's wrapped up but BattleBots. i also work on a show called oh, yeah. and yes. that's on right now on discovery channel and it's so much fun i that's a crazy schedule i did that during a crazy two weeks and somehow went to BattleBots after undisputed and didn't really sleep for two weeks but it turned out great. It was so much fun to be a part of. And it's the most incredible, these guys, these builders, men and women, all ages. And it's so, so fun to just be a part of. It's such a different vibe yeah. from what we normally do, but it's also competitive and it's mm -hmm. really fun. So that's actually on now. Thursday. It's you terrific. Did, you yeah. also did sideline for an NFL game a couple of weeks ago too, I which did. you were so good in. Do you enjoy, like, is there a big difference between college and NFL with what you, with what you do on the sideline? You know what's wild? It's really not that different. It's the NFL, and I want to say it's easier, and that's going to sound wild, but they give you injury updates. And in college, mm. a lot of times you're kind of maneuvering, hoping to see what's going on because every university and program, really, they tend to be different with their injury protocol. And I respect that. But at some point, it's frustrating if a player has left and you're trying to figure out what's going on. But in the NFL, they give it to you. Like, they're yeah. Required to. So that was really nice. The hardest part about the NFL, it just sidelined this year, has been the access. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. of course, my favorite part of the job is interviewing someone and the motion after a win or a loss. And you just crazy the distance interviewing isn't the same. And so, I mean, when we get back to that, that's going to be, I, I will definitely enjoy that again because it's my favorite part about the job so mm -hmm. it is interesting like they they don't help you with the medical you're you're basically running down the sideline with a stethoscope yourself trying to figure out what's <laughs> going on with these players well, you, you know it's you want to be careful of players and you know every team is different so you just have right. to kind of honor that so i i enjoy how the nfl gives you more information but um it's just the camaraderie of college is fun. You know, we didn't have bands this year, or cheerleaders. Right. But I love that. Like that right. is just fun to of be. Of course. Who's winning it? Do you have a pick for the, uh, we know that which four teams are involved now. It's hard. It's funny for me. I mean, I'm around Ohio state so, so much that right. I truly believe in their program. I love Ryan day. I mean, for as successful as urban was what coach day has done coming in and just leading this team. I've been blown away by that. And I just, I like them because I like being around that program. So I would like to see them go all the way. Oh. I think mm -hmm. it's going to be a big one against Clemson. And you guys saw what Dabo said, right? Like he didn't have them in the top five. He did, he had them what rated 11th mm -hmm. was uh, like, there's a little bit of rivalry going on there. So I love that matchup. And I just, Ooh. I don't know. I I'm a big 10 gal. Like, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm rooting for the Buckeyes, but I know it's, it's, it's a big task. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, I was asking, I was asking who you thought was going to win BattleBots, but I, I guess people are interested <laughs> in college football too. Yeah. Well, if you want me to tell you, no, I'm kidding. Tombstone, <laughs> <You gotta watch. laughs> <Tombstop, laughs> guys, watch out. <laughs> Jenny, she does it all. Uh, yeah, sideline for Fox College Football. You could see her uh, periodically. NFL, BattleBots, so much. Skip and Shannon with her. They're lucky, lucky, lucky to have her on mm -hmm. Undisputed. Rachel, what do we have? Fox Bet Live? 
Fox Bet Live every day at 2 p.m. Pacific. We just did the season finale of Hall of Shame, my podcast that covers the craziest scandals uh, in sports. You can go check that out wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, I'm going to go take a nap as well. Yeah, there you Tis go. Tis the season. Fox Bet Live, um, we are up against, uh, I don't want to complain because you're probably, are you working New Year's Day, Jenny? Mm-hmm. You we are. Do you, you oh, work yeah. Christmas Day, do you not? No, we're off Christmas Day, thankfully. Oh, okay. We're okay. tomorrow, but then, yeah, we're working New Year's Eve and day. You guys, I think we same. have the same schedule, except yep. your show is five times as long as ours. But we <laughs> are up. We're actually up against Alabama, Notre Dame. It'll be somewhere in the second quarter. But uh, people are going to be watching us. It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. if they. I'm going to flip back and forth, guys. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We will have one viewer that day then. That's good for (laughs) for half the uh, show at least. All right. That does it for Laugh Lines for Rachel Bonetta and Jenny Taft. I'm Sal saying, remember, it's never funny until someone loses money. Merry Christmas.